Hello everyone, welcome to the Multiversity Manga Club. As always, it is I, Walter. I am joined by my em- wife. Emily. <laughs> I was like, are you going to say my name or are you going to leave a space for me to say my own name? It is neither. I was going to do the Borat voice. Oh, well good. I'm glad I cut that off. <laughs> we are here to talk about uh, the Shonen Jump series for June. Most notably, we had three new series launch this month, and so even though we haven't gotten a bunch of chapters in most of them, I figured there was enough to say about those that we didn't get chapters of, uh, for better or for worse, that we can go ahead and still discuss them with Wait, you mean like the one, you mean the ones that only have like one or two chapters? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll be starting, we'll be going in order, and we'll be starting with Ayakashi Triangle by Kentari Yabuki. In that case, we have three chapters. You only read one. I read one. I've read all three. I wish I hadn't. Not good. Yeah. So this is by um, Kentari Yabuki, who also did Black Cat and Two Love Rue. Um, Not that I know anything about those, but I know that they're somewhat recognizable. Two Love Rue I've heard of, and I think it's like one of those... Just one of those manga. You know. You know what we mean by that. So. And this is probably, this is in the same vein, I would assume, at least in some ways. So the funniest thing about this before I read it was that a friend of the show, Ken Godberson, <laughs> yeah. shortly, he, he was talking about, what even was it, Bone Collection maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was like, here's an idea. How about we just put, like, a moratorium on uh, these, like, action exorcist stories? Which is absolutely a great rule that I want to see enacted. And that's kind of become our rule on the show of, like, they get, like, one chapter now, and it's like, if it's not good enough to keep me interested, I'm going to move on, because it's like, otherwise it's like, I've seen this before. Yeah. So that was funny, that, like, the day... This was announced the day that he, like, made some tweet about that. It was and... either the day of or very close, too. Yeah. So, like, within days, if that. And, yeah, I mean, one chapter rule for this one worked for me, and I said, nope. Because it turned out to be even worse than that, because this is this is a... Uh, own collection, you mean. Yeah. Well, I also meant just, like, it was worse than my expectations of, like, oh, just another generic. Ah, uh, yeah. Because this isn't... This technically isn't just, like, another completely generic. It's got its own hook. It's a body swap type thing. Like you've got this young guy who's, yeah. you know, the exorcist, part of an exorcist family, oh, so on and so forth. This happens in uh, every single one. But, like, in attempting to protect his friend from some <laughs> demon. A cat demon cat that demon. wants to eat her. And it's it, is very, a, it is a very cute cat. I'll, give, pretty, I'll give it that. It's a pretty cute cat. It looks like one of those lucky cats, yeah. sort of. Um, but he gets a curse. Technically not a curse. I forget what they call it. Because it becomes it would become a curse if he kills the demon. This is what That's we learned right. in the latest I, chapter. Jesus, I'm sorry. Um, I forgot. I've forgotten. But he basically gender swapped. He's now a girl. So I'm not saying that the gender swap thing is going to always be inherently bad. But I got bad vibes from the yeah like the last couple pages of this of the main character being a girl one of the first things that we see is like you know him her i guess him him changing and you know just like a very like you know gratuitous body shot yeah panty shot and such so it's like oh boy this is probably like yeah i mean obviously (laughs) rama half is like you know a classic 
Yeah, it's well regarded. But, but I, I think. also, I yeah, I I don't have any frame of reference. Yeah, my understanding either. is it like handles this stuff tastefully. Yeah, it's written by a woman too, which I'm not saying like women are inherently always inherently better at dealing with sort of these more complicated gender issues. Right. I mean, obviously, you could talk about sort of trans themes with Ranma. Right. But I, from what I understand, it's done more delicately than something like this. Yeah, this is like any any hope of this being like actually a a you know kind of interesting kind of look at like gender identity that went out the window. I I can guarantee the second and third chapters were exactly what you would guess, just extremely you know yeah. gratuitous and you know not to not to be like you know look at me I'm a great ally or anything like that, but it does make me feel <laughs> like you know like. If anything, like, you know, this kind of, like, you know, thing is more harmful. This sort of, like, you know, yeah. just kind of, just using it as an excuse to titillate. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It almost feels like, and, and I don't know if I've read enough manga to have a good enough sample size, but come on, like, this <laughs> right. is definitely just pandering. Like, we, we don't really have to make, we don't have to jump through hoops to, like, get to that. So you and you and your girlfriends in high school, they you didn't just like basically like feel each other up as like a little joke no. scene. Oh, okay. No, I, I assume it was being a, truthful there. I mean, besides like other problems one may have with it, it's like very. I mean, as as a woman reading it, it's just kind of like, oh, so that's how he sees us. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, you know, I read stuff with like sexy women in it, but but one of the plot points of the stuff I read is not usually that a guy becomes a girl and. It's just an excuse to draw her sexily. Right. And sexily. Sexily. <laughs> you know what? That's an adjective now. Whatever. Or an adverb. Yeah, it would be an adverb. Damn it, adverb. Yeah, whatever. Cheers to Kentaro Yabuki. You will not be reading any more of Ayakashi Triangle. No, I won't be. Goodbye. Goodbye. Moving on to another new one that is much better, I think, is Maguchan God of Destruction by Kei Kamiki. I think this is... Great. I think this is really cute. I think it... It's it's not a super original idea. Like, I've, you've seen, like, variations on this. Not necessarily specifically, but, like, the whole, like, you know, like, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, you know? Yeah, that you've was... You've got yeah. some sort of... It sort of has a dark, tra- dark trappings to it, but really it's sort of just right. like a cute pet right. story. Right, this, this girl has a new, a new pet who just happens to be, like, a... Basically Cthulhu. depowered, you know, Cthulhu is now just like a tiny little cute little thing who can occasionally like shoot blasts and everything. Yeah. Um, it's, and it is very cute. Yeah. The uh, monster who I think, I mean, yeah, like, like the story such as it is, is right. just sort of this monster was, yeah, lost their power somehow and they came back as this little kind of like almost looks like a little squid. Yeah. Almost. And befriends this sort of lonely Middle school girl. Yeah, sure. Is her was her dad? Yeah. I think it's that her parents were like always busy or something like that. I think that. It, I think it's like her mom's always working. Yeah. But then like her dad might not be in the picture somehow. I yeah. Exactly. But so I thought the first chapter was you know pretty good. I really liked the second chapter. <laughs> it was it was funnier than the first one I think. It was funnier and I think it also like handled the like high school romance. Yeah. So much better than most yeah. of these things do. Yeah, I liked that because that felt really yeah. like, you know, real more realistic. Yeah, I liked that too. That I liked the um I actually sort of liked the page where it was like 
his face, her that childhood was... friend's face split in right. half. And on one side, he was like normal, like, oh, you want to go to the mall with me? Great. On the other side, he's freaking out, like, yes, I figured it out. Like, yeah. it, it felt cute and sort of um, endearing rather than, like, annoying, like, oh, God. Exactly. He just... He just He's just a horn dog who only cares about girls. Like, well, obviously, yes. Like, when you're in middle school, you start to develop romantic feelings for other people. But what? <laughs> start to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not where they're going with no, this. No. They're just making it more pure and yeah. chaste, obviously. I think it's... A, I also think this is, like, one of the better ones I've seen in a while for, like, younger kids, I think. I think this yes. appeals... This would appeal, I think, to, like, maybe, like, 9 to 12-year-olds. <laughs> Yeah. I, I would say, like, n- maybe not. <laughs> We're, like, 20 years past the demographic. <laughs> like, for the first time in a while, because I'm like, well, I know Shonen Jump is mainly, like, a 14 to 17 right. uh, sort of age range for boys. And for a lot of girls, too, for a lot of the series. But So long as they have the fiery heart of a boy. Yeah. Oda, Ichiro Oda said that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think this is the first one in a while, like I said, that, that I think could appeal to younger kids. So this isn't a criticism of this series itself, but I feel like we're almost getting like a glut of things that are more funny. Mm. Like we've got this, we've got Mora King, we've got Matama, we've got Mashal, and I like all of these. But yeah. I feel like there hasn't really been a good Since action. Chainsaw Man. Yeah, and Chainsaw Man like isn't even then, like it's like it's not the prototypical like... <laughs> Yeah. It's really pushing the shonen label. Um, it's really great now. Um, um, yeah. So I feel like we we haven't really had like a good, and this is like a bit of a negative as well, but we haven't had like a good generic action one. Most of them suck because most of them get really into like the pervy nonsense that we don't care for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that you have some to have of our some listeners thing. Yeah, you have to have some level of antibodies to that. I think to some extent. Yeah. I mean, not to you know disparage. Um, oh my gosh, what what is the what is the harem? Not to disparage uh, listener of the show, Vince. Really <laughs> lost this kind of stuff. Now, now, yeah. So I, I also think with this one with Magu-chan, it's I think maybe the premise could run a little thin. Right. After a bit, I sort of wonder, but I think that's what holds these ones back the most. True. Like even with Mori King, I feel it a little bit. Like. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm just saying for me personally, like, how much of this do I want to read? Right. Whereas, like, with Matama has branched out and there's lots of stuff going on. It's not just, like, sort of one thing. Right. With Magu-chan and Mori King, it's sort of like, okay, well, yes, I see the general pattern of what you're doing with the story. Yeah. Again, such as it is. Uh, but, yeah, like, how long can they sustain this in an entertaining way? So the third one that uh, launched this month is Hard-Boiled Cop and Dolphin by Ryuhei Tamura. Uh, known for Beelzebub. Which I've heard of but haven't seen. Yeah. Most of, the time red, when we, most of the time when we name stuff like that, that's, yeah. gonna, that's gonna be the case. We've only had one chapter, but again, for better or for worse, I think there's plenty to talk about with this first chapter. Um, um, number one, I think it has a pretty good title. I think it, I, it's, it's like funny. It's a funny title. It's a funny title. Um, it's the... a funny gimmick, but for a little bit of context for if like archaeologists discover this podcast recording years and years in the future we are recording this and this came out uh shortly after all like the protests over like george floyd's death defund the police and all that yeah it just seems like really bad timing yeah this i don't want to accuse the author of being insensitive i i I could sort of 
believe, and I'm not trying to be really naive sure. about it, I could sort of believe that this was in the works before all this was oh, happening. Course, I mean, obviously, like, yeah. Japan's on the other side of the world. I'm not saying they're, they're not paying attention to things that are happening, else, happening elsewhere, but, like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to make... Uh, no. Sort of generalized statements about it, but it does feel a little bit weird to read now. And it's and it's mostly going for like you know a kind of humorous take on like the hard boiled cop, and it, like when you look at it, that I, it's doing it fine, but it just feels weird. Like you know we open up with this scene of him you know being too rough with like a suspect or something yeah. like that, which that so our former co-host and still co-host of the Wumpiest Club portions, uh, Zach. You know, he tweeted about, oh, no, you know, not great timing. And so at first yeah. I thought it was just that scene, which is like, uh, you know, it's not great, but it's not that bad. And later they, like, pull out their guns and shoot at a car. And it's, and, like, and, it, and it's like really, like, you know, laying in, you know, sometimes you just got to use your gun. And, like, it's portraying these, I mean, it's portraying, like, these uh, got young guys who are, like, filming. And it's like, you know, oh, only, like, troublemakers are filming the cops and e- such. Yeah. I don't think that's really the point, but it just is not great time. Yeah, I think I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt for a couple more chapters. Maybe it's like a, maybe it'll turn into a parody of that sort of like right. culture. Yeah, I, yeah. I could see it turning into sort of a parody of hard-boiled. Yeah, I'm, de- I'm, def- I wonder I'm if, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, it already is. It, it didn't it's even, a parody of yeah, it. Yeah, because there's but, like, there's like this whole thing about like his like bullet streaked uh, text boxes. And it's like, okay, this is getting a bit silly. That was kind of funny. And he stops I, using it, them. It, it doesn't really feel like a parody for the most part, though. I, I, like I, but I sort of Besi- think that's what it's doing. It doesn't yeah. feel like a parody to, besides the uh, Dolphin Man. The Dolphin Man is pretty funny, and everyone, no one really pays attention to him. I don't know what Classic. it is about, like, it's always funny, even if it's just one joke, it's always funny when someone is, like, not normal and no one else notices but right. one person. Like yeah. Cromartie. Like Cromartie, yeah. With Mikazawa. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to write off the series right away because of that. It just feels weird to read right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, like you said, I'll give it a few more chances, but if it, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. We'll I don't want to cast aspersions it's... on things that have not happened yet. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, uh, so those are the three that debuted this month. I think we'll take a brief break, and then we're going to talk about Time Paradox, Ghostwriter, and Chainsaw Man uh, when we get back. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week, we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month, we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed, like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinbro, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to start off the second half. There's a lot to talk about this month, so we're not going to do the rankings. We, yeah. In addition to the new series, there were two particularly the, ch- the very last chapters of the month for both Time Paradox Ghost Rider and Chainsaw Man we wanted to get to. We really liked these. Yeah, so yeah. Let, let's start off with uh, Time Paradox Ghost Rider by Kenji Ichima and Tsunehiro Date. Most of this month, you know, is dealing with, like, you know, the whole thing of, uh, oh, sorry, what's the girl's name again? Itsuki Aino. Itsuki Aino. Um, you say Aino, I guess. Yeah, her becoming, you know, one of the assistants on... White Knight. White Knight. Jeez, I'm forgetting everything. <laughs> 
And I'm just blown away by the recent developments. And so, you know, with the, one of the chapters, one of the plot wrinkles in the plot was like, oh, you know, we didn't we didn't get a Shonen Jump this. I I, I didn't get Shonen Jump this week. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go forward with it and just keep whatever. Drawing. I've got I've got a backlog anyway. Yeah, he had a backlog. I think of like 14 chapters or something like that. Yeah. So then the latest comes out. It's like finally okay. I thought that my little time traveling Shonen Jump Microwave. machine was broken. Where are you gonna get a guy to fix that? And local. On Angie's maybe, list. Tim, maybe Tim the Tool, Tim man, the tool Taylor man. can fix it. <laughs> um, so imagine explaining manga to Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> imagine all those wacky hijinks that would happen on Home Improvement. Yeah, he knows okay. all about. Hentai. He finds he finds Jonathan Taylor Thomas's like like hentai manga stash <laughs> in his room. I don't know. I've only seen like a couple episodes of that show. So he gets the new issue. He leaps through it and he learns. She's it's, dead. Yeah. Itsuki Aino dies, I think. Was this, like, what, 15 or how many chapters into it? Yeah, about 15 a couple chapters volumes, into it. A couple volumes into it. Like, I think 10 years later she dies. It right. says she's 28 when she dies. Yes. And she's 18 now. Yeah. And so this is, like, I think this is the best possible thing that could have happened. Yeah. The story, like, I mean, to make it interesting. Yeah, like, I I was not expecting this I angle this, coming. I thought this was just going to be another like let's draw manga manga. <laughs> there are a lot of those. Yeah. Um, and this sort of gives it a mystery angle. Right. And sort of a more emotional angle. I think it makes you not care for... about what's going to happen to this character in, right. in, in the current day. I mean, we we don't really have much of like the fallout of no. What does this mean? What can I do? Uh, it means he's not going to probably get any more... Right. So that's the nights. first thing. I mean, obviously. But also, like, you know, he, there's a bit of wondering in this chapter of, like, what does this mean? Does this mean that in our current timeline, she's going to die 10 years from now? But we're in a... You know, there's the question of, like, we're in a different time. Maybe there are some, like, you know, minor, you know, butterfly effect well, things that change. Yeah. We have played 999. We know we that do. you can go back. You can set things in the past so that your death does not happen in the future. This this is fact. You can do this. <laughs> yeah, this video game taught me that this is real incontrovertible fact. I think it could, it's probably going to end, if this continues, it's probably going to be something like that where, well, I don't know. It could be more fantastical than that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't, I mean, I don't really see a point in really, like, speculating, but just, I think this just really opens up the story. Right. And makes it more than just sort of like a, let's draw a white knight forever sort of thing because i was sort of wondering like well okay so is i, I thought the main sort of conflict was going to be like he's competing with someone that already which was right. which was which, a good idea which i think is i think we even talked about this last time about like you know okay this is cool and everything where can they go from here you know is this just gonna how's this gonna develop and they <gasps> certainly threw us uh, for a loop you know what i just thought what if she starts what if at some point she starts drawing it and he starts writing it hmm because Ghostwriter made me think that, like, maybe... I don't know. Because, yeah. because I mean, you're seeing more you're seeing more combinations of, of, of writers and artists on manga these days, it seems like. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, like, that would make the most sense with them both being the main characters. Or vice versa. I don't think we're only just going to see her there being like, why are you... You're drawing my story. Okay. Like, I... Yeah. I, my, I, I think it might be the other way around. Oh, I see. That yeah. He's, like, you know... There'll probably, I'm sh- there's obviously going to be at some point, who knows how soon, probably a while off of him telling her 
Right. Basically, here's what happened. Um, but perhaps he's going to be like going for her, going to her for story ideas once he basically runs out of the small backlog that he has to yeah. work from. It's just interesting to think about it, and it's such a good idea. I I'd be really sad not to see how the author, you know, had originally planned on this panning out. Yeah. And it could be something that gets dragged on too long or whatever. Sure. But, but I'm not gonna. I'm I'm excited now. I don't want to tamp that and, down and, too much. And there's also there's also the like angle of is he still going to be getting like Shonen Jumps from the future that just have other stuff in it? Yeah, that's what, what I was what wondering. What are they going to do with that? Well, you have to consider that we don't really know why he was getting them in the first place. Like, was it to just get White Knight? There's no indication that that's right. Just because he oh, likes White Knight so much. Of course. How am I forgetting? Like the very last couple of I completely. Planked on the last oh, the couple of pages, talking. where like yeah, the person like send like or like someone sending a message through the past of like yeah you yeah know, yeah oh yeah duh of course Sorry, yeah yeah um, completely blanked on that for a second basically telling it uh, says it basically says you have time you can change the future basically right and, and My we do final not message. and we <laughs> do not know they do not know why she died yeah the source of death is not yet eliminated continue right. drawing white knight right which is like interesting like what the hell is going on yeah sort of thing so this thing this series has just continued to defy my expectations Um, yeah yeah definitely a great addition Um, i hope it sticks around for a while or as long as it needs to yeah yeah they've hit upon something good with this one i think so hopefully hopefully they don't let it go too soon and so last we'll be talking about chainsaw man by tatsuki fujimoto again there were there were some good chapters earlier in this month there, there was the stuff with um oh, what's his name again aki uh, aki yes aki has lost his arm i believe yeah i i so i i plan on going back and just sort of rereading chainsaw man at this point because i like it a lot it's just that the storytelling is very fragmented and i think it's more just like i need to read it all at once to really sure. sort of grasp it I don't, I don't necessarily think it's think it's a problem with the way the mangaka structures it Right. It's just sort of a fragmented sort of minimalist storytelling. A lot of the time, you sort of have to pay attention. But, but, and, we, but we, yeah. we had that good, uh, I Aki, think it was two chapters about like... Aki, Power, Aki's, Yeah, Denji. his relationship with Power and Denji. And, and he doesn't want like, them to die. Right, they're like, you know, idiots and violent and everything. He takes but, care of them, though. Yeah. He's like, what do you guys want to eat and stuff? And So that was good, but in particular, the uh, last chapter of June was nuts. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So... We we had earlier this month learned a little bit more about like the nature of the gun devil. It's it seems like the, the gun devil. It's like a it's like a uh, ownership shares of ownership of like you know the different countries. Well, have, people like, are like scared of guns, so I think it like feeds the yeah. the gun devils. Which like I don't know. I think this is ripe for social commentary, but right. any at any rate, it's it's also look, the gun devil looks cool. But the, the gun also, devil does. But I also cool. feel sick to my stomach saying that because. The latest chapter was like one of the most horrifying things that's ever been in Shonen Jump, I think. You're right. So, <laughs> like, so basically, if it hadn't been obvious from the start, it seems like uh, something's very wrong with uh, what's her name, Makima. 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 Yeah. Um, she is the control devil. She, yeah. So I guess she can that's, control any. Didn't she basically tell someone to die and they just died? She yeah. had to make some sort of sacrifice or something, but they yeah. just like exploded. And she's kind of being seen as a threat by the entire world, including. Uh, the president of the United Which is, States does not really look like Donald Trump, but no. just sort of. I, I, saw, I saw someone speculated it was supposed to look more like Clinton, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, ninety-seven, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, it, it would be. Been. If it was 97, yeah. Then, yeah so it has to be. Bill Clinton, yeah, well, I mean, so, that's fine too. Yeah, Bill Clinton, <laughs> Fuck Bill Clinton. Uh, basically <laughs> sacrifices one year off the life of every American. And kills how in, many people? In order to, in order to summon. That's what he does. Yeah, and this is, it kills people in Japan. Right. It kills, like, let's see. Here's the best thing about the chapter is that it lists the name of every single person the gun devil killed in like five seconds. Yeah, it's it's like it's just really like striking these like you first have the scene of just it's it's like a shot of terrible uh, like of like a choir in a church. Well, and you see this guy is really good at I would say like really disturbing like still well I mean all, all comics are still imagery but like sort of just like really disturbing images where like. You see the church, and then you see, like, the... What's this called? Like, the bandolier, the, like, right, thing with all hanging. the bullets hanging down. And that's before we'd gotten yeah. to see the what the gun devil really looks like yet. So, it's not good. No, um, it's really bad, in fact. And so, we've got this, like, scene of it shooting up a church. Yes. Killing a bunch of young people. Uh, then there's, like, a couple more, like, full-page spreads that just kind of, like, show the full gun devil, zoom in on the gun devil, and plastered across all these pages are just names. Which is, you know, supposed to be the names of the people that died in this one attack. A lot of families. Yeah. Which makes sense because the gun devil kills... Within... I think... Within... Let's see here. It tells you here, actually. It says... Uh, uh, it says... One th- every, every adult male within 1,000 meters and every child within 1,500 meters. Um, Jeez. Which is interesting... I'm I'm wondering about the distinctions there because I think it there's a I think there's a reason for that. There, there must be a reason. You know, it doesn't. It it seemingly does not, or at least at least like whatever it did here does not seem to kill adult women. I don't. I can't. I think there must be women's names in here. Maybe they I, just, I just mean like you, adult person. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, it's, if it says if it says male. Hmm. I think that's deliberate. But I, so one thing that was interesting to me is how it seems to be you know more dangerous to children in that sense that i think yeah that must be deliberate i think it's sort of a a, i mean not to like speculate and think of this on like the level of like grand themes but like i think it could just be a statement on like you know the innocent being sort of the the main the people that suffer the most from this kind of wanton violence you know i think it was i think this was a great chapter and like honestly i the more i think about it the more i'm just sort of like disturbed and um uh, sort of in awe of this mangaka. Like, I'm like, what are you going to do next to sort of, like, fuck me up? Uh, because the gun devil is just, like, I'm looking at him right now. He has, like, a big gun for a head. I mean, he sort of has, like, the face of, like, a, a lot of the demons have, which is sort of just, like, a gaping mouth. Yeah. And then his chest is made up of all the human heads, it looks like, of the people that he's killed. And then his arms are just, like, sort of constructs of made up of guns. Right. Like a big AR. Like, it sounds stupid. Like, yeah, for as ridiculous as it is, you wouldn't think it's, like, as unsettling as it is. Yeah, especially with the names. I think the names are what makes this chapter, because, like, otherwise this would just sort of be, like, sort of like, wow, look how cool this is. Yeah. But you're sort of, like, you can't not see the names on it. Yeah. This is some good stuff, you guys. You gotta gotta read Chainsaw Man. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> what else do you say that except that at the end of this chapter, like a hundred and two hundred and fifty people are killed or something? And wait, let me see. Let me see exactly how long it was there. Twelve seconds. Twelve seconds. It was there. And I think earlier in the series, it said that in five minutes, it killed like one point two million people or something right across the world. So we know that it's very fast and very deadly. 
Um, it's like the It's basically the personification of gun violence. Which is like very prescient. Yeah. Or very sort of like, you know, of the moment. I don't know. In a, in a way that is contrasted with the uh, dolphin cop shit. This definitely feels like a commentary. It doesn't really feel like violence for the sake of violence. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like there are some like cool scenes in Chainsaw Man and the, the devils look cool. Of course. But it's like that Gundam meme, that, that old meme yeah. of the thing. Wow, of, cool robot. Yeah, and like, oh, war is bad or, you know, like I... Which also Gundam I don't think is very subtle. No. Um, <laughs> neither is Chainsaw Man, really. But yeah, this is just a really, really affecting series now, I think. I, I kind of want to go back and... Yeah, it, it's a can't miss. It yeah, yeah, I think this is going to be a great one. I can't really... I don't know, I just don't see how they could screw it up. Um, how, he, how he could screw it up at this point. Um, always possible, but this seems like this is, a, this is a really good idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I look forward to being uh, disgusted some more. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's it for us... Uh... For this episode, we'll be back in a couple weeks with our boy Zach to talk about the end of the Alabasta arc. Oh man, I can't believe we're there already. This is going to take us past, were we past chapter 200 yet? No, no, we no. we weren't yet, but we were, this will take us past chapter 200 yeah. and then we're going to be into the post arc stuff, which is always some of my favorite stuff in One Piece, which is like always sort of the interstitial chapters where you find out what's happening in the world. Right. Well, that'll be the episode after the next one, right. but... In the meantime, you can find me and Emily both on Twitter. I am at goodbye to a shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. And we are posting our funny comments about One Piece chapters occasionally on hashtag One Piece Club. Yes, occasionally. Trying okay, to do so, that more. Yeah. I tend to read it all in like spaced out so, chunks. So, so you're gonna see a lot of them over the course of like two days or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, that's it for now. See you then. Bye.